Welcome to the Heart-Centered Entrepreneur Podcast. I want you to be rich. Yes, I want abundant financial success for your business. But I don't just care about your business making money. I care about you too. I want you to be rich in happiness, in the impact you make, in your relationships, and in how you give back. I'm Anna. I built my six-figure business as a side hustle while I was pregnant with my daughter in 2016. Now I've helped dozens of women do the same. I'm here to help you build a profitable, heart-centered, fully booked business with the latest tips on sales and visibility, with proven mindset hacks, and sneak peeks behind the scenes with what's working right now in the online space and in my business. Ready to make more money with heart? Let's go. Hey friends, I'm so excited today to talk to you about naming your beautiful offer. I think it can be such a useful tool, whether it's something free in your business or paid in your business to get really good at the skill of naming things. Like I obviously like today, I want to talk about it in context of your offer or the thing that you sell. But I think this also applies to um, your free stuff, like your freebies, right? your free calls, but it also applies to like all of your free marketing. Like you think about a Facebook live that you do, right? Or you think about, um, how you like, uh, caption your TikTok video or Instagram reel, right? I think like we need to spend way more time on how we, um, title things, even like a, an email subject line, right? Because that's what gets people to click. That's what gets people to open, right? That's what gets people to watch. And again, like, you know, you've heard me say this a thousand times, but I think as heart-centered entrepreneurs, we need to be the best marketers, right? Because our product is quality, right? We know that after someone pays their money to us, we're going to show up and serve them. It's so funny too, because I, several times in a row, right? As I started new rounds of my mastermind sell with heart, I've had people say like, Anna, this is even better. Like I listened to your podcast. I followed you for free online for forever, but like you behind the scenes are even better than I thought you would be like your level of support and being seen and actions and swipes. Like, Oh my gosh, my mind is blown. And like, well, you think this is a good thing. It's also a bad thing, right? Because like we want to our marketing to be just as compelling as, as we are. And so I just want you to give yourself that permission. If you're listening today to say to yourself, like it's safe for me to have really compelling, really sexy, really attractive magnetic marketing because I know on the back end, I'm going to show up for my people. I think this was hard for me at the start of my business because I wasn't sure. Like I had a hunch I was going to be a good coach, right? But I wasn't sure. So I think sometimes we have nerves about marketing ourselves because we don't want to like over promise and under deliver. But I just want to like, tell you, like it's safe for you to trust yourself. And I think I told you guys, one of my favorite quotes from my beautiful client, Lisey sites is this affirmation. Like I don't always get it right, but I always make it right. Like, it's okay. If you're imperfect, like it's okay. If you make mistakes with your clients. Right. But like, are you someone that's always committed to making it right? And if so, it's safe for you to have compelling marketing, marketing. It's safe for you to have sexy marketing, right? It's safe for your marketing to work really, really well. Do you believe that? Can you affirm that? Because I think on one end, like we're saying like, oh, we want clients. We want to be fully booked. We want to make money. But on the other hand, we're like not really willing to have sexy marketing. Right. And I don't want to say like sexy marketing. I don't mean like uh, like bro marketing, right. Or over or like weird marketing or like using sales tactics that are dishonest or not an in integrity. What I mean by this, right. A lot of times I'll tell my clients like, okay, how many spaces you have open. Right. And they're like, I've got two spaces. I'm like, well, can you tell your audience that? And they're like, well, I don't want to be like, uh, out of, I'm like, you're, you're not being out of integrity. You're being honest. Like you really have two 
two spaces open. Like we're so afraid to use like the scarcity or the things that are out of integrity that we go the opposite direction. And we're not even honest, right? I'm all about honest marketing, right? But I think honest marketing often means just being more direct about like, Hey, I've got spaces open. Hey, I'm an awesome coach. Hey, I'm a virtual assistant. That's going to like blow your mind with how honored I am for you. Right? Like, I think we think like honesty for me, say this before is like, Oh, I want to be like, uh, honest about like that I'm having a bad day and that I'm a hot mess. And sure, that's fine sometimes, but are you honest about how amazing you are? Which is why I have so many of my clients make a wins list. Like, have you even owned within yourself what you've accomplished in your business, what you've accomplished for your clients, what you've accomplished in your lifetime? Are you owning that? And can you share that with your audience, right? I just shared on a group coaching call this week too, it is important to tell your audience, like, these are the practical wins that I've had, and this is what's possible for you. But I think the other part of that is even owning your personality, even owning your personal qualities, right? I was telling my um, course students this week that like one of the exercises that my, I am working with a, a Spanish tutor because I'm working on my Spanish. And one of the exercises she had me do, she always makes me cry. I call her my Spanish therapist because just like the exercises she has me do are so good. If anyone needs a Spanish tutor, by the way, I will give you her contact information. She is the sweetest soul. She is so amazing. And my Spanish is just growing leaps and bounds. <laughs> Shout out for her. Um, but she had me in Spanish write down words that describe the way I was and the way that I am today, like some of the shifts that have happened in me as I've grown over the last five years. If you guys know my journey, like grown a lot in the last five years, number one, started a business. Number two, unfortunately, like went through divorce, right? Really started my journey as a single mama, like all the shifts, right? And so there was a lot to own, but as I wrote some of these words, you mean to read them to you? You can read them to you too. I think I realized like, Ooh, I'm actually really good at articulating to my audience. Some of these qualities qualities, right? And I think like we forget that people, strangers online, right? That haven't yet met us. They don't know these things. So here's the thing. Some things that I wrote, I wrote some of my roles. I'm a coach. I'm a mom. I'm a girlfriend. I'm a co-parent. I'm gentle. I'm sassy. I'm loving. I'm brave. I'm trusting. I'm surrendered. I'm structured. I'm present. I'm intuitive. I'm creative. I'm loving. And I'm smart, right? I know it can feel stretchy to make a list like this, but here's why it's useful, right? Because I actually, if you follow me on social media, you hear me say like, I'm a coach that's going to show up for you, right? I'm a coach that's going to be honest with you, right? I'm a coach that's going to be your biggest cheerleader, right? And you might feel uncomfortable saying these things to your audience, but as you hear me say them, it's useful for you because then you know if I'm the type of coach that you need, right? It's not me bragging. It's me being honest about who I am. And some of you guys listening to this need to be a little bit more honest about who you are, right? This is who I am so that people can select out if they don't need that, right? For me, I am, I err on the side of probably being gentle and nurturing. I definitely am like honest and booty kicking, but I think of the spectrum, I definitely err on the side of being, um, loving and nurturing. That's just my personality, right? So think about how that's useful to my audience to know that so that if they are looking for someone that's a little more hard and direct, they probably wouldn't want to hire me. But if someone is a little more sensitive, intuitive, creative, heart-centered, then they're going to be like, Anna's the coach for me, right? So I don't want you to think about it as bragging. I want you to think about it as like, 
being integer, integrous and honest with your marketing so that you can attract the right clients, right? And that's so helpful for my clients to know like, ooh, this is who, same thing with the structured, right? So in my coaching, in my containers, I'm fairly structured. I feel like a lot of my clients like how I show up with worksheets, with swipe files, with like, try the strategy, right? Um, uh, with like, hey, this is how the sessions go. Hey, this is what is okay and not okay, right? This is what we do. The, okay, what's your action item, right? I'll be like, when are you going to do that by, right? If you're a client of mine, you know that I'm like, okay, when's your deadline? Okay, when am I going to see that? Okay, yay, right? I am a little bit more, um, you know, when we talk about feminine uh, mass, feminine and masculine energy, I am a little more masculine and am I, I provide my clients a lot of structure, but I find that my clients really like that because they often tend to be a little more feminine or intuitive. So they need that structure. They need that container. They need that accountability, right? The accountability, I think we make ourselves so wrong for like, I should be able to figure this out on my own. I should need like, yes. And also like, I will always have accountability, right? Would I work on Spanish if I did not have my Spanish tutor waiting for me every Friday at 10? Absolutely not. Right. I will always have a business coach of some level, right? I will, oh, because for me, I just know it's easier for me to maintain motivation when I have that external accountability, like normalize external accountability. It's safe to like have that. It's okay, right? The reason I go to the gym is because like, I don't have the motivation to work out of my own living room. Like, I'm just going to be honest with you, right? I need someone waiting for me at the gym, and I need to meet my friends there. Do it, right? Like, there's nothing wrong with that. And, um, Anyway, well, all this to say, right, I think as you own who you are and you're really honest about that, that's when you start to really magnetize dream clients the fastest. Um, and so, again, just being willing to, quote, brag about those softer pieces, those personality pieces, Um think, note that to yourself as a task, if you need to write down like who you are. And then again, the other side of that is the more tangible and concrete wins. Like you've heard me say, like, I've been able to save 200 K in savings, right. As a skill in my business. Like I have worked with probably about 350 clients to this point in a high touch capacity, not just like churning people through random courses. Like I have gotten to know and personally supported over 300 women in the past six years, right? Like knowing and saying those stats, like you wouldn't know that unless I said that out loud. Right. And so again, it's less about bragging and more about informing, like someone may not know that that's the type of business that I run, that I don't do this just massive course model, but I actually love I'm obsessed with coaching and I love seeing women get lasting breakthrough and change, right? Okay, so all of that aside, coming back to this point about naming your offer, <laughs> you're like, when's she gonna bring it back? Um, it's so important that we, I think something shifted for me when I realized like as a heart-centered entrepreneur, it's my job to get good at marketing. It's my job to be okay with my messaging being compelling. It's okay for me to be good at sales because, 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 because I wanna compete with those people that aren't heart-centered, that aren't gonna show up for their clients. I know me, I know my business, I know my team, we show up for my clients hundred percent. And I know you're that way too. So really affirming for yourself, it's safe to have compelling messaging. It's safe to have sexy marketing. It's safe to have, um, sales and marketing that works. And it's safe for me to work on that because you know, on the back end, you're going to deliver, you're going to show up, right? Okay. So back to naming your offer. Now that you've gotten that pep talk, now that you've affirmed that, right? My biggest advice when it comes to naming 
um, your offer, whatever it is, again, whether it's a paid thing or a free thing is to come up with 20 name ideas. And I know this isn't very, um, (laughs) you're like 20, like I can't even think of one, right? I think naming your offer again, like naming your email subject headline, naming your Facebook lot. Like, I think it's worth it to spend the time to make it sexy and compelling. Right. Um, and so what I would do is give yourself permission to brain dump 20 ideas. You can come up with some of the ideas. Your friends can come up with some of the ideas, right? But giving yourself time, your asset deserves good marketing. Your asset deserves a good title. And it's not that it has to be perfect. It's not that you can't change it later, but I do think like we overthink some things in business and we underthink some things in business. Mostly we overthink, but one thing I think we do underthink is the name of our stuff, right? And so give yourself permission to come up with 20 name ideas for your offer. Okay. If you do this exercise today, I would love to see it, right? Post it in the group, email it to me, like share those 20 ideas with me. I would love to celebrate and see those and see you around that. My other biggest advice around this is you're like, dang it, Anna, 20 ideas. That's a lot. Yes. And you'll be stuck on like the first two, but then the ideas will start flowing. Right. Um, I also suggest that you write the subtitle first, right? So you write, write the results oriented subtitle first. The subtitle can be like a four week journey or a three month journey to like, often you can put like the amount of time that the program is. Um, and then you want to write something outcome based, right? So what it is that they're wanting, that's the marketing piece. Like what's that end outcome, the freedom, the money, the happiness, the relationship piece, right? Like, what is it that they're wanting? And so writing that results oriented subtitle, that's a little bit longer can be useful because then your title is just can be shorter, can be concise. And I'm a big fan about clarity over creativity when it comes to your title. Like I really am like, you can be creative in all the parts of your business, but something that we want to be kind of boring at is it comes to the title of our business, right? Like think about my program names, visible impact. It's just like visibility, right? So with heart sales and heart, right? It's a little bit boring, right? <laughs> like my program, get and coach your first client. This is like, okay. And like, I'm being pretty direct, right? But why I find that so useful is that when people are searching for things, when people are looking for things, we don't want to leave them guessing. We want them to know exactly what it's about, right? Um, we don't want them to be like, wait, what is this for? Who is it for? Um, and so I hope that that's helpful. Like writing that subtitle first, right? That's a little bit longer. That's outcome focused. That talks about the length of time, potentially like a 12 week journey to whatever, right? then you can come up with 20 ideas for your beautiful offer, right? And again, I think this is a great process for if you have an email that you really want people to read, brainstorming 20 different ideas for the email subject line, right? Brainstorming 20 different ideas for your freebie PDF, right? Um, And then coming up with the one that feels like, ooh, this is gonna be the one that people will will interest them in my offer, okay? Um, That's it. That's all. Hopefully this is helpful for you as you're thinking through naming your beautiful offer. And I really feel like, again, like 
your offer is your um your asset. Your offer is this cash flowing machine. Like your offer is something that um we really want to prioritize. Something I had myself with heart mastermind ladies do this week was when it comes to their offer, thinking about the seven core elements of their offer, right? When it comes to the name, the subtitle, the price, the deliverables, the outcomes, right? The testimonials, right? Like picking one section to give a little facelift to, right? I think, you know, right now you're probably naming your offer for the first time, right? But I think as you go on, we always want to be looking at like, how do we polish? How do we give a facelift to like, just like we were in like a regular store, right? If we owned a storefront, we would be cleaning the windows. We would be dusting the shelves, right? We would be taking care of our store. Same thing with our offer. We want to approach this with such care because it's a money-making machine. And when you feel confident, when you feel proud, when you feel excited, that's when you're going to be selling and inviting people to it. Right. Just like with, um, a storefront, right. When your store is kind of like my house, right? Like my house actually right now, yesterday it wasn't, but it's actually kind of clean right now. And so I'm like, Oh yeah, I can have my sister over. Right. It's just easier to invite people into your home when it's clean. Right. Not that like you can't, but it's just easier. Same thing with your offer. You can still invite people to your offer and make money. Even if, you're not super confident or proud in it, but is it way easier to sell your offer when you're so confident and proud with it? A hundred percent it is, right? And so it's really asking yourself, what do I need to do with my offer so that I'm more proud of it, so that I'm more confident, so that it's easier to sell it? And I do think that name can be really fun. So again, maybe you're naming your offer for the first time. Maybe you're giving one of your offer your programs, a facelift, right? Maybe you've like sold out your offer and you're getting ready to like create a new offer in your business. Like this is a beautiful way to, um, put time and intention into it. Okay. Your homework is to let me know, um, what it is that you're naming and also 20 ideas. I put 10 to 20, but I want you to do 20. Like I want you to go for it and come up with 20 ideas for your next offer. And, you know, I'm a big believer in like, you know, selling out your current offer and stabilizing your current offer before moving to the next one. But maybe you want to like start brainstorming your, your title. Like if you already have a title for your current offer, maybe you're going to be brainstorming that next offer. Right. Um, and really wrapping your mind around like what that next thing is so that you can get yourself excited for it. Right. As I've created, I, in the last few years, I've created a lot more courses. And once I had a name locked in for the course, it felt way more exciting to work on it. Number one, because then you can like build the wait list. Right. But I think also it excites you to know like, mm, like this is, it makes it feel official. This is the name. This is the, the thing that I'm going to talk about and um, really create buzz and excitement around because you, you've heard me say this before, right. When people are like, Anna, how do I create like buzz and excitement online about my offer? Like, I'm like, spoiler alert, you're the buzz. You're the excitement, right? You're the one that creates that excitement. And so giving yourself permission to spend time so that you do feel excited about it. It's never going to be perfect, right? There's like no perfect title, but I do think you can put intention and energy into it. And I can't wait to hear the winner. Feel free to ask for my vote after you come up with 20. I'm happy to vote and be like, this one's my favorite, right? Or if you come up with after the 20 year favorite, I would love to see so that you can celebrate that with me. Okay. Thank you as always for tuning in and hope you have a beautiful rest of your day.
Thanks for hanging out today. Please hit that subscribe button so you can make sure to stay updated anytime a new episode drops. And I would love for you to join me in my free Facebook community. It's called The Heart-Centered Entrepreneur. We discuss the podcast episodes. I regularly go live and do free trainings. And you may even meet your newest biz bestie. So you can join at heartcenteredcommunity.com. It's absolutely free. And I cannot wait to see you in there.